Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to They Walk Among Us, a podcast dedicated to UK true crime. This is the 16th in a series of short bonus episodes. This episode contains distressing themes and descriptions of violence. This podcast is intended for a mature audience. Listener caution is advised. They Walk Among Us is part of the Acast Creator Network. John stood before a jury at Leicester Crown Court. The 21-year-old denied all seven of the charges he faced. John had been arrested around a year and a half earlier, after the authorities had raided his flat in January 2020. Counter-terrorism policing East Midlands had been monitoring his online activity for some time. He had been on their radar since 2018. His computer and several hard drives were seized for examination. The hard drives had been concealed in Ben John's socks. Although he was later released, an investigation by a special branch of Lincolnshire Police took most of the year with a team of forensic investigators trying to bring to light the dark secrets of Ben John's digital life. (music) 
Officers again returned to Ben John's flat one morning during the middle of November. Then the criminology and psychology student who attended Leicester's de Montford University lived on Saxby Street, located in Leicester's High Fields. After being placed in handcuffs, John was led away to an awaiting patrol car and taken to the police station for questioning. He was arrested on suspicion of terrorism offences. Following an appearance at Westminster Magistrates Court, he was bailed on his own recognisance, however was scheduled to appear at the Old Bailey three weeks later. His student accommodation was based in Leicester, but the John family home was in Lincoln, some 50 miles northeast. Assistant Chief Constable of Lincolnshire Police Karen Wilson offered little detail to inquisitive members of the press following Ben John's arrest, although Wilson told the public that it was vital if they knew of anyone who had plans to carry out an act of terrorism to report it immediately. She said, We can't currently discuss the details of this case due to the active criminal proceedings but these charges show how seriously we take offences of this nature. Exploring Ben John's background, or at least what could be gleaned from his testimony in court, his time in secondary school was not without its problems. John has a tick with his left eye, which he said made him a target for bullies. His behaviour, which other students had labelled weird, was another reason that saw him becoming more and more isolated. This all but depleted what little confidence he had. He withdrew into a world of computer games, reading and the internet. John eventually fell out with his only close friend, and his home life became unstable. His feelings of loneliness grew, and he began to resent the world, unsatisfied with his lot, and angry with everyone and everything. John had a general interest in history, politics, literature and religion, but during the hours he would while away on the internet he slowly focused on extreme ideology. He sat at home alone watching films and reading about extreme topics, then researching them online, a focus of which was Nazism and Adolf Hitler. This interest steadily grew to an obsession. When he was studying advanced level qualifications in sixth form, John had authored a letter titled Eternal Front, Lincolnshire Fascist Underground. It included references to his extreme beliefs and hatred for gay people, immigrants, and anyone he considered liberal. Although the material was menacing in nature, it was never sent to anyone, nor was it published. Ben John would later admit the letter was written as a way to vent his anger rather than physically taking action to hurt anyone. 
he did not want to, quote, jeopardise himself. The file was composed on a computer that belonged to John's school, and by chance a teacher discovered the letter and reported what they had found. John received anger management classes, counselling and met with a psychologist. And this was all only a few days past his 18th birthday. Multiple agencies were involved in his rehabilitation. They were Channel and Prevent, the latter being a policy team within the government, working to guide individuals away from terrorism and safeguard people involved. There are no laws in the United Kingdom that prohibit anyone from holding extreme views. However, when someone takes that next step, planning to harm others or knowingly possessing material that could be used to support terrorist activities, this is where the authorities take action. In a courtroom at the Old Bailey during a preliminary hearing, the Crown presented their case against Ben John. The charges were explicitly related to files that were downloaded from the internet on or before January 7th, 2020, prior to his arrest. John had obtained documents that provided instructions on how to construct homemade weapons and explosives and utilise them in combat. The names of either books or files included in the information downloaded were Kitchen Improvised Fertiliser Explosives, The Poor Man's Armourer, Homemade Guns and Homemade Ammo, and The Anarchist Cookbook 2000. This last document being an updated version of a book that was initially circulated in the 1970s, which, among a variety of topics explained how to make homemade drugs and divulged how to manufacture explosives. A great deal of the digital material was anti-Semitic, focusing on white supremacy. Ben John was also a member of the group The Order of Nine Angles, or ONA, a movement that encompasses occultism, Satanism, and more recently, neo-Nazi ideology. Furthermore, police would later state that John formed part of the extreme right wing, a term they described as being activists who commit criminal activity motivated by a political or cultural viewpoint encompassing racism, extreme nationalism, fascism and neo-Nazism. But despite the seven charges he faced, which related to owning material that could be used in or to aid terrorist activity, Judge Mr Justice Sweeney told Ben John that he was not to be placed on remand, but conditional bail. Again, John was free from the confines of a jail cell, able to spend Christmas with his loved ones. He was, however, suspended from attending De Montford University. Subsequent court hearings that addressed John's plea and preparation were scheduled, 
with a trial at Nottingham Crown Court due in the middle of summer 2021. Pictured leaving court, Ben John looks dishevelled but smartly dressed, in a dark blue suit with a black shirt and tie under an overcoat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of They Walk Among Us is brought to you in association with Centair. Ever entered a seemingly perfect space only to feel like something was missing? That's where Centair comes in. With over three decades of experience, Centair leads the scent marketing industry, scenting resorts, retail outlets, event spaces and more, partnering with major brands like Westin Hotels and Snap Fitness. Chances are you've already encountered their fragrances firsthand. And now Centair is offering you a luxury fragrance experience in the comfort of your home. Visit Centair.com to explore their online store and infuse your spaces with unforgettable scents. Centair diffusers are sleek and fill your space with vivid fragrance for up to 300 hours. And the Centair app lets you schedule your fragrance and control your intensity right from your phone. What's more, all of Centair's more than 60 fragrances are phthalate-free, cruelty-free, safe for families and EcoVad is certified sustainable. Differentiate your space with scent. Try luxury home fragrance trusted by the pros by going to Centair.com and using promo code AMONGUS for an extra 25% off your first order. That's promo code among us for an extra 25% off your first order at centair.com. 21-year-old Ben John denied the charges he faced. The jury were told by the prosecutor that John was a Nazi sympathiser. Following a forensic examination of John's electrical equipment seized in January 2020, the police found almost 70,000 files that they believed had some connection to extreme ideology. 
both illegal and legal. Most concerningly, there was documentation on how to produce explosives and weaponry. The files were spread over three hard drives and several electronic devices. Acting for the Crown, Ben Lloyd explained that it was for good reason why it's a criminal offence to possess material that could be used to either prepare or commit an act of terrorism. The authorities did not want terrorists easy access to any information which might help them. Lloyd remarked, I'll make it clear at the outset. The prosecution do not say this defendant was actively making plans to commit a terrorist act. No doubt he would be charged with other offences if he had such plans. At the very least, he was fascinated by extreme right-wing views. In fact, the prosecution say that the material you will consider in this case shows he shared those views and beliefs himself. Such views can include believing white people are superior to others' race, believing that mass migration from the non-white world presents a threat to the white population, subscribing to anti-Semitism. There's material to show the defendant admired Nazism and Adolf Hitler. I make one other thing clear. The holding of these views is not a crime. However, it is an offence to be in possession of terrorist material that could be useful, for example, to a terrorist plotting an attack. Ben John did not argue the fact that the files were on electronic devices he owned, and he did not argue that they could be used to produce weapons and explosives for terrorist activity but he claimed that they were not knowingly downloaded. John's defence counsel, Harry Bentley, told the jury at Nottingham Crown Court that it was research. His client had apparently started arguing with other internet users about the topic and wanted to learn more, so he downloaded batch files of information. It was pointed out by Harry Bentley that it would have been impossible for his client to read all of the material found, as there was just too much of it. Furthermore, although the files were collated between spring and summer 2019, Bentley highlighted that there was no way anyone could tell if some of the 67,788 files were opened as Ben John overwrote his computer with a new operating system which made analysis difficult. The defence barrister told the court that there were subfolders within folders, and only some related specifically to bomb-making and firearms production, but the majority covered topics that could lawfully be owned. Ben John was adamant he did not read some of what he downloaded, and was not fully aware of the contents. But Prosecutor Ben Lloyd disputed that position. The prosecution say it is clear the defendant carefully and knowingly obtained and stored this material, Lloyd said. He was methodical in how it came to be curated, and he was something of a careful librarian. It's untenable to suggest he did not know he had the material or what the nature of it was. 
Ben-John denied he admired Hitler or the Nazis, telling the court that his interest was purely academic. The more he studied extreme beliefs, the more he was at odds with what he read. John professed he had no intention of harming anyone and did not agree with what he was reading. John claimed that he did not seek out the information on instructions for how to make a bomb or weapons. They were just among the thousands of documents he downloaded. The jury deliberated the charges that Ben John was facing. It was reported if John was found guilty, he could face up to 15 years in prison. John's counsel had said that while his client did have the files on hard drives, he did not knowingly download them as they were among a huge collection of digital material, most of which was not illegal to own. The prosecution had not argued that John had plans to carry out a terrorist attack. The case was that the defendant knowingly possessed the material which is a crime. Of the seven similar charges he faced, all relating to the possession of a record of information likely to be useful to a person committing or preparing an act of terrorism under Section 58 of the Terrorism Act, Ben John was found not guilty of six of them. For the single guilty verdict, the jury were unanimous. They had been told how John had previously been monitored by counter-terrorism police several times. The single charge related to a PDF document that was 241 pages long, the contents of which included information on how to make ammunition and explosives with ingredients that are widely available. It was predominantly focused on American guerrilla warfare. The judge, Timothy Spencer QC, told Ben John that he was now a, quote, convicted terrorist who did not heed the warnings of his counsel. You were given clear chances and warnings by the government agencies and you ignored them. You're in a serious position. This needs careful thought and careful reflection, and I have ordered a pre-sentence report. The case was adjourned until the end of the month, when the judge would decide on a fitting punishment for possessing the material, which could involve a custodial sentence. On August 31st, 2021, Ben John was told by the judge that this was his last chance and he only escaped prison by the skin of his teeth. John had unsuccessfully argued that the extreme material he was reading was for research and academic purposes. The documents included information on how to make firearms and explosives, and this was confirmed after a military expert concluded that it was entirely possible that dangerous weapons could be built from the instructions. Describing the files on Ben John's hard drive, 
Judge Timothy Spencer QC said, It is repellent, this content, to any right-thinking person. This material is largely relating to Nazi, fascist and Adolf Hitler-inspired ideology. But there was also a substantial quantity of more contemporary material espousing extreme right-wing, right-supremacist material. You suggested at trial it was mere academic fascination. I reject that. My view is that to a significant degree you have aligned with these ideologies and to a significant degree have adopted the views expressed as your own. During mitigation, John's defence counsel, Harry Bentley, spoke about his client and told the court, Violence is the necessary ingredient of terrorism. It is not the prosecution's case he was planning a terrorist attack. He was fascinated by extreme right-wing views and shared those views himself. He was a young man who struggled with emotions. However, he is plainly an intelligent young man and now has a greater insight. He is by no means a lost cause and is capable of living a normal, pro-social life. Ben John was sentenced to two years in prison, suspended for two years. He was required to keep in touch with the police, who would monitor his online activity. He was placed on a serious crime prevention order and would have to undergo healthy identity intervention, developed to rehabilitate and reintegrate extremist offenders. Detective Inspector James Manning, who formed part of counter-terrorism policing East Midlands, said, This was a young man who could be anyone's son, studying at university and living one life in public while conducting another in private. He possessed a wealth of national socialist and anti-Semitic material which indicated a fascination and belief in a white supremacist ideology along with support for an extreme satanic group which is increasingly of concern for law enforcement agencies. The terrorist material he was found in possession of is extremely dangerous, and he acquired this to further his ideology. It indicates the threat that he and other followers of this hateful ideology pose to national security. It was not light reading or material most would concern themselves with for legitimate reasons. While Ben John was initially considered a terror risk by police, the judge felt that John was someone that could be easily influenced by others. As he handed down his sentence... Judge Timothy Spencer QC stated, I am not of the view that harm was likely to have been caused. Ben John had been held in custody for 20 days for breaching his bail conditions, and the judge said if that time behind bars did not make John realise the error of his ways, nothing would. In a somewhat surreal exchange, 
John was at first asked to promise not to read any further extreme material. Then the judge continued, Have you read Dickens? Austin? Start with Pride and Prejudice and Dickens' A Tale of Two Cities. Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. Think about Hardy. Think about Trollope. On January 4th, you will tell me what you have read and I will test you on it. I will test you and if I think you are lying to me, you will suffer. I will be watching you, Ben John, every step of the way. If you let me down, you know what will happen. It appeared that Ben John's punishment for possessing material used to support terrorist activity involved reading the literary classics. It was this element of the sentence that caught the attention of the national press, and it caused an uproar. Questions were asked about whether or not Ben John would have received the same sentence if he were not white. Was the sentence consistent with young people of John's own age group who had been found guilty of the same offence, but were not furthering their education at a university? And how exactly would a judge even implement such a sentence? Was he even allowed? Ben John's actions were described by Judge Timothy Spencer QC as an act of, quote, teenage folly. But countless reporters and social media users pointed out that this was not an isolated incident considering John's past fascination with extreme material, an intervention from a government agency. One such national advocacy group, Hope Not Hate, which campaigns against racism and fascism, published an open letter that formed its referral to the Attorney General. They felt the sentence was a dangerous message to send to extremists. Part of the letter written by the company's CEO Nick Lowes on September 1st read in part, The fact that the judge dismissed Ben John's behaviour as an isolated incident despite him downloading 70,000 far-right documents while also suggesting he reads English classics, shows he lacks an understanding of far-right terrorism. Sadly, this follows a pattern of judges not taking far-right terrorism seriously. Let's not forget Harry Vaughan, son of a House of Lords clerk who received a suspended sentence after pleading guilty to 14 terror offences and possessing videos of children being abused. These sorts of lenient sentences risk encouraging other young people to access and share terrorist and extreme content because they will not fear the repercussions of their actions. The Attorney General's office must review this sentence immediately. So where are we now? The Attorney General did confirm receipt of the referral and publicly acknowledged that the case was to be reviewed under the unduly lenient sentence scheme. 
they had 28 days to consider whether or not it should be referred to the Court of Appeal. On September 28th, it was confirmed that the Attorney General felt the matter required further attention, as the punishment appeared to be unduly lenient. With the case now referred to the Court of Appeal, they will ultimately decide if the sentence should be increased. Whether Ben John will in fact spend more time behind bars following the 20 days he had already served for breaching his bail remains to be seen. Thank you for listening, and special thanks to our Patreon supporters. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast series, They Walk Among America, covering tales of murder and mystery in the United States. Just search for They Walk Among America on your favourite podcast player. For more information on this episode, please see the show notes or visit our website, theywalkamonguspodcast.com. on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.